there, Punky Peeps. This is your host, Angela Bowen of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Today we're doing things a little differently. I believe if you listened to my last podcast, I shared that I would be doing a special bonus Punky Brewster episode in honor of making it through the halfway point of season one. And as promised, I am here to do that for you. And it is going to be the Punky Brewster cartoon that debuted in September of 1985. I chose the episode, Season 2, Episode 10, entitled Bright Eyes. So let's get started. I am going to start with a little background information on the Punky Brewster cartoon, which I did get courtesy of Wikipedia. So let's get started. The series featured the voices of the original Punky Brewster cast as their respective characters. A new character, Glomer, voiced by Frank Welker, was added as the Leprechaun Gopher. He came from Shandun, a city at the end of the rainbow, and possesses various magical powers. One such power was the ability to transport Punky and her friends Margot, Cherry, and Alan, and at some at times her dog Brandon, to any part of the earth instantly. Some episodes included Glomer having to correct his own mistakes, as when he plays around with the magic and transforms Henry into a statue of Julius Caesar. It's Punky Brewster is the series' unofficial name on the title card and in TV listings. It was simply called Punky Brewster. The show premiered in September of 1985 and wrapped up with the second season the following year in December of 1986. The episode I chose, of course I just said, Season 2, Episode 10, Bright Eyes, and it aired on November 11th, 1986, just before the end of the show's run. This episode, Bright Eyes, focuses on a deaf boy named Danny, who Punky and her friends meet while playing in the park. While there, they meet a stray dog who takes an immediate liking to Danny. Danny actually lives in the same apartment building as Punky and Cherry, and he decides to bring the dog, who he has now named Bright Eyes, home to meet his mom. However, when she meets the dog, she deems him as being too much work and trouble for Danny to handle and tells him to take the dog away. What will Danny do? Will he defy his mother's wishes and try to hide Bright Eyes, or will he realize the dog is too much for him and find him a new home? Well, listen to find out. Okay, we open up the episode in the park where Punky, Margo, and Alan are tossing the frisbee to each other. Punky throws it past Margo, who doesn't even attempt to grab it, and the frisbee gets stuck in a tree. Glomer uses his magic by flipping, flapping his ears and pointing towards the frisbee in the tree. Let's start by saying how I love how the kids are animated, especially Alan. He looks more clean-cut and well-kept with a sweater vest, and his hair looks longer, feathered back with a 70s vibe to it. Glomer gets the frisbee down from the tree as well, as causing a mountain of leaves to fall on top of Alan. Alan throws the frisbee, but it goes over Punky's head. We see Cherry coming over, walking over to them with a boy about their age, and the boy tries to reach for the frisbee, but ends up falling into a puddle and having to wrestle the frisbee away from a duck. He's a good sport about it and just laughs it off, telling everyone to join him in. The water's great! And Brandon takes the invitation literally and hops in, creating a big splash. Cherry comes over to him and signs, asking if he's okay. 
So this is where we learn that the boy Danny is deaf or hearing impaired. Sherry helps Danny out of the water and asks if he's alright and Danny shows her he got the frisbee. Alan comes over and takes the frisbee from him and asks Danny if he heard Alan calling him. And Sherry informs Alan that Danny, uh, that Danny can talk but he can't hear. And Alan walks away with the frisbee. Sherry introduces Danny to the rest of the group, Punky, Margot, Alan, and Brandon, the dog. Punky goes over to Cherry and asks how she knows sign language, to which Cherry explains that Danny taught her and he'll teach Punky too if she wants. Punky runs off to grab Glomer, her gopher leprechaun friend who's hiding in her bag on the ground, and tells him not to worry, she didn't forget about him, and comes back over to Cherry. Looks like you made a new friend, Punky tells Cherry. We all did. Danny just moved into our building, Cherry tells her. You know, that's... I'm surprised that Punky doesn't already know that, being how friendly she is. I mean, she should technically be the apartment's welcome wagon, right? I mean, she's that friendly. All of a sudden, there's a big commotion nearby. Three big dogs have gained up on a smaller dog, and Punky yells at them to stop. Danny rushes towards the dogs, which is a terrible idea. You should never try to approach dogs that are about to fight, because you could get hurt. Punky tells Danny as much as he rushes towards them. Luckily, Punky and Margo tackle him to the ground before he can interfere. Brandon jumps into the fray in defense of the scared new pup, but soon realizes he's outmatched three times over and turning tail and running away. Glomer takes matters into his own hands. With the wiggling of his ears, he conjures up some magic and it envelops the three dogs, causing them to become overwhelmed and scared, and they take off. Alan and Margo run up to Glomer. Alan tells him, neat, and Margo congratulates him and ruffles the fur on his head. So let me get this straight. Real Margo on the Punky Brewster show couldn't be bothered to congratulate Cherry in the Miss Adorable pageant, but cartoon Margo can offer praise to a leprechaun gopher for scaring away some dogs. Okay. Cherry jump. Cherry signs to Danny, asking, why did you jump in the middle of a dog fight? Danny tells her, this little guy needed help, as he scoops the dog up into his arms and hugging him to his chest. Looks like he needs a good home, too, Cherry points out. Danny lifts the dog in the air, asking the dog, do you want to be my dog? The dog happily barks in response. Danny sets the dog on the ground and decides to call him Bright Eyes. That makes me think of the Planet of the Apes. I love how the dog quickly responded so positively to Danny. He must sense that Danny needs a friend like him. Now we're at the apartment building inside Danny's apartment. His mother is not sure about letting Danny keep bright eyes because she claims a dog is a big responsibility and he can barely take care of himself. What? I mean, he looks pretty capable to me. Danny assures his mom it'll work out and to let him prove it. Cherry and the gang back him up in agreement and say they'll help out too. Punky also tells her they know a lot about dogs, just ask Brandon. Danny's mom finally agrees, telling him they will give it a try. Bright Eyes licks Danny's face in appreciation. In the next scene, the kids are sitting around the coffee table and Punky reads aloud from the paper about how free obedience classes for dogs are being offered at the park. Cherry signs to Danny about it, and he thinks it's a great idea, so the kids head out the door to the park. Punky has Brandon go through the class again so Bright Eyes won't be alone. 
The instructor, Mrs. Brickhouse, comes over and begins to lead the class in simple commands. While Margo and Alan hang out with Gloomer, who's hiding in the bag on the park bench between them. Alan notices Margo with a squeeze bottle and asks what she's doing with the whipped cream. And she tells him it's sunblock that she's applying to her face. Mrs. Brickhouse notices Glomer assuming he's a dog and chastises Margo and Alan for mistreating him. Yet she picks him up by the back of the neck asking what kind of dog he is. Punky panicked rushes over and informs her he's a mutt. Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, sorry, you know, I'm just going to call her the instructor from now on. She tosses a collar and leash to Alan and tells him to get the dog leashed for her class. Glomer is not having this at all, and he crosses his arms and tells Punky. And Punky tells him they had no choice because the lady saw him. The instructor starts the class with the sit command, and Alan immediately plops his butt on the grass. Punky tells him that the teacher meant the dogs, Alan. Alan, irritated, says, why didn't she say that then? And he tells Glomer to sit. Glomer, feeling degraded, just stands there until Alan presses his butt to the ground. On the other side of the circle, Cherry signs to Danny to tell Bright Eyes to sit, and he says, sit, while placing his hand on, her back, on his backside to get him in the sit position. The instructor grabs the leash out of Alan's hand and tries to demonstrate to the class the proper way to teach your dog to sit and begins to drag Glomer backwards. Glomer stands and starts walking on two feet, but having had enough of this display, he decides to wreak havoc when he sees a cat in a nearby tree. He starts barking, bark, bark, woof, woof, grrr, and it gets the other dogs riled up. He pulls the leash out of the instructor's hands and runs towards the dogs as, and runs towards the cat and the other dogs follow suit. The cat leaps out of the tree and the dogs give chase as the cat darts into a bush they dive in after. Danny runs after them. He stands on the path calling for bright eyes, unable to hear the man on his bike riding around the curb in the road. Bright Eyes pops out of the bush in time to push Danny out of the way, and the guy on the bike still manages to crash his bike. We see a shot of the guy on the ground, and his bike is, like, mangled. From what? The bushes? He didn't hit the giant boulders, which were on the other side of the dirt path. Back in the apartment, they must have told Danny's mother what happened because she says, I knew this would happen. Bright Eyes has to go. What exactly did the dog do? Cause Danny to be in the path of the oncoming bike rider? All he had to do was turn his head to the side and he would have seen him. Plus, there is plenty of space for the guy on the bike to move over. As far as I'm concerned, the guy is at fault in my eyes. He should have been more aware it's a public park, not a bike trail. She tells Danny they'll take the dog to an animal shelter in the morning. Oh, boy. The kids go down to the basement of the apartment and build a little bed out of sheets for Bright Eyes to stay until the morning, when they can find him a home. I notice right away all the boxes filled with the brim and stacked high with blankets. These are all basically cardboard boxes. They have, you know, blankets and looks like clothes and crap. I mean... Alan shakes one of the um, blankets out, which is dusty, causing Cherry to cough and accidentally knock some of the boxes that are stacked at least six feet tall over in front of this giant furnace, giving us a good idea of what is to happen next. 
what is with all the stuff down there? They look like donations ready to go to Goodwill, to be honest. Danny sneaks out of his room to go to the basement to sleep next to Bright Eyes. They both fall asleep fast. Sometime later, we see the basement fill up with smoke. Bright Eyes wakes up immediately and alerts Danny. We see smoke pouring out of the building from the outside. Henry pulls up his window and notices the smoke, then calls the fire department. He calls to Punky, and they both use the fire escape from outside of her bedroom window. Punky, Cherry, Punky, Henry, and Cherry are gathered outside as the fire department arrives, and Danny's mother comes outside, asking if they've seen Danny. Punky and Cherry see the smoke coming from out from both sides of the basement, and shout in unison, Danny, he's in the basement! We see Danny finally stir from sleep and notice the smoke and finally notice the smoke. Instead of staying lower to the ground, he stands up into the smoke and starts to cough. You should always stay low to the ground whenever there is a fire. Bright Eyes pulls Danny back to the ground and they crawl towards the stairs. Outside Danny's mom lets a fireman know her son is in the basement and they head inside. Back in the hallway, Danny and the dog are crawling on the ground until Danny sits up with the smoke right at head level and starts coughing. Kid, keep your head down. Why did he stop? Just keep crawling. Between Danny's coughing and the dog's barking, the firemen find the two in the hallway and get them outside. They set Danny down near his mom, who notices the dog and says how it causes nothing but trouble. Of problems and Danny says Bright Eyes saved him by walking, waking him up and the fireman said it was the dog's barking that alerted them to their location. Henry, Henry adds how it looks like Danny and Bright Eyes need each other. The next day the kids go to a school that helps train service dogs for the hearing impaired. They meet up with Danny and Bright Eyes who shows them some of the skills Bright Eyes has acquired to help better serve Danny like alerting him to the opening of the elevator door. The room they enter is set up like an apartment with a door, lamp, oven, refrigerator, etc. Just like when I took a tour of the Paws with a Cause facility last fall and got to see how they train service dogs there. The oven goes off and Punky immediately responds to it. But Cherry pulls her back, telling her to wait and let Danny show her. Bright Eyes alerts Danny that the timer went off and he's already wearing an oven mint oven mitt as he pulls the cookies out of the oven. He grabs a dog treat to reward Bright Eyes, telling him he's a fast learner. Punky signs, we learn fast too, and together Cherry, Punky, Alan, and Margo sign, congratulations friend, to Danny. Danny tells them they're good friends for learning how to sign, and Bright Eyes barks in agreement. Alright guys, that was the end of the episode. It was only like 11 minutes long. It was not very long. I hope you enjoyed this special bonus Punky Brewster cartoon episode. Well, my takeaway from this episode is don't underestimate the power of friendship and the love and loyalty of man's best friend. They just might surprise you. My favorite quote from this episode is from Henry, who says to Danny's mom after the Danny and Bright Eyes are rescued from the fire. He says, I think Danny and Bright Eyes need each other. Definitely. That poor dog was probably abandoned and never knew real love until Danny came along. And Danny couldn't find a better canine companion than Bright Eyes that understands him like no one else can. 
All right, here's some Punky Brewster cartoon trivia. The popularity of the Punky Brewster series in 1984 inspired the Saturday morning cartoon for NBC. The network decided to use the same actors from the live series to voice the cartoon as well. To keep children's interest in watching, the magical glomer was added to cause the children to land in one adventure after another. The word it's never f it the word it's like it's Punky Brewster never formally appears in the on-screen title and is only used to differentiate the show from the live action production. Actress Susie Garrett, who plays Mrs. Johnson on the Punky Brewster show, was the only principal cast member of the live-action version not to lend her voice to the animated series. And here is a Punky Brewster cartoon review. This is the animated version of the family sitcom that I happened to catch on TV when I was a kid. Remembered it being a heartfelt series about the continuing story of girl Punky Brewster and her adopted dad, Henry Warnemont. I loved the chemistry and family relationship between Punky and Henry. Very heartwarming and touching to watch. It definitely represents the two true meaning of family and innocence, all the while bringing in some comic relief as well. Good animation and some pretty fun episodes overall. Not quite up to par to the original live version, but still not as bad. Not a bad show for children. Alright guys, that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will be back with the Punky Brewster Season 1 Episode 14, Punky and the Record Business, or as it is also referred to as Play It Again Punky. So look forward to this bonus episode and the Punky Brewster episode, both debuting both being on SoundCloud and iTunes as of, well, let's just say after midnight. <laughs> All right. I will visit you guys again shortly. Have a good, have a good night.